You are not an outsider. You wear cute little blue shorts. I am complicated. It's podcast time. Group all group of friends. We'll talk about very distant lands. We met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. And I'm Matt. And we are here talking about all the episodes of Adventure Time from the very beginning to the very last episode where Matt wept like a little, little boy. Yes, I did. With pride. <laughs> and I'll do it again, too. It's fine. It's fine. I kind of want to skip ahead, but I feel like that would be cheating on the rest of the episodes of Adventure Time. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get through all of them so it really hits you in the gut. In the gut. So, hey, hey, Matt, how you doing today? I am... Pretty okay. How about you? Pretty okay. Just pretty okay. What's going on? Oh, uh, just end of the quarter schoolwork. Mm-hmm. Very, very busy time. Mm-hmm. How was your day? It was good. It was uh, really slow this morning and then got super, super busy towards the end of my work day where it felt like all of the work day was crammed into like a half an hour worth of time. It was just bonkers. But uh, Matt made some really cool Photoshop artwork and I really think that he should post it to our our Twitter page or like our Facebook. So he had this Photoshop assignment where he had to create a CD cover, which is really incredibly hilarious to me because probably the majority of the students in his classes don't even know what CDs are anymore. And we were thinking about what he should do. And so he created a thing called Donkey Songs. And Matt, you want to tell us what those are? So Donkey Songs is, um. so I, I'm a retro gamer. Totally retro gamer. And all those old games have fun but repetitive music. So... You know, you get stuck on one level for so long. To keep yourself sane, you got to start making up lyrics to go with the songs. <laughs> yeah. It's usually complete gibberish nonsense. My favorite is the song he wrote with his niece, Ellie, called Please Give Me My Hat Get Back. Yeah, done to the first level theme of uh, Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. What does it sound like, Matt? Why don't you sing it for us? Oh, I don't want to put... I haven't do warmed it, up my pipes. <laughs> hey, ho. Wait. Hey, ho, Eleanor, please give me my hat back. Hey, ho, Uncle Matt, I don't think I want to do that. I love it. It's my niece the cutest ever. <laughs> so the CD cover artwork that I did was I pretty much just Photoshopped myself into video game levels. And it's it's fun. I'll put it up on the Twitter page and it's Facebook. Cute. It's super cute. I was really proud of him. Oh, thank you. So we decided that we are going to change up the formula just to scotch. Um, we decided to do two episodes each podcast. So we're pretty excited. This week, we are going to be focusing on two called Donnie and Henchman. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. You know, considering we're we're just wrapping up the first season and it's been half forever. a year at least. It's been forever. <laughs> so and then we were looking forward to some of the future seasons and saw that season five, at least in Hulu, covers 50 something episodes. Yeah, dude. So we decided that we just wanted to uh, enjoy Adventure Time a little quicker. Yeah. Yeah. And, me, and you know, Spirit. get through all the episodes within our lifetime. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> so yeah, two episodes per episode now. It's kind of like a creature double feature. It is a creature double feature. Say that five times fast. Creature double feature. Keep your double... Nope. Can't even do it <laughs> twice. All right. So on with the show. All right. So first episode is Donnie. It is written and storyboarded by Adam Muto, Ken Osborne, and Nikki Yang. It was directed by Larry Leachleiter and Patrick McHale. The air date was August 9th, 2010. There wasn't a recording of how many viewers, but uh, the IMDb rating was a 7.4. 
Okay. Uh, Larry Leachlighter was uh, kind of like the champion of the first season. He directed almost every episode up to this point. Yeah, it's. He, I was looking at it, and it's every episode in, in season one, I think, he did. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. It's crazy down. Oh, and also, we didn't mention, uh, this is the 21st episode. It is the 21st episode. That's true. And the next one is the 22nd one. Darn Skippy. You bet your bottom dollar. You bet it. So the title card for this episode shows a stretchy arm hanging out of a cottage at night. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) That never comes into play anywhere in the episode. I was looking for it. Huh. Alrighty then. So Finn and Jake are on safety patrol. And I would like to note that they're they're doing the safety patrol, but only Jake is wearing quote unquote safety patrol gear, which looks like, like a puffy tube dress. He's got like a safety, like a, a safety traffic cone, cone on, on his, his head. head. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they come across the city of house people. It looks normal at first glance, but suddenly they see a grass ogre named Donnie terrorizing the house people. Finn exhausts Donnie by using a headlock. So he like, Finn's like, dude, I have to totally fight and like save these people. And so he jumps on his head and he exhausts him by using a headlock until Donnie can no longer fight and says, you're pretty good for a complete idiot. Donnie is like, what's the what's the big red guy in those old Bugs Bunny cartoons, remember, who wore big tennis shoes and he's like furry? Yeah, I never knew You know what I'm name. talking about? Yeah, That's what Donnie looks like to me, but green and with leaves. And he his personality reminds me of like Biff from Back to the Future. Yes. Yeah, totally. So Finn starts looking kind of sad because he just got called an idiot from Donnie. And then Jake uses his powers to make his ears into antlers and says, that's enough, Donnie, unless you want to get gored by a forest prince. Great line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. And by the way, the house people are literally that. They're houses with faces (laughs) and legs. And the other thing is they had like a lot of chickens and like Donnie was like squeezing the butts of the chickens and like shooting people with chickens. Yeah. Using like the uh, eggs as ammo. Yeah. And like one of the house people are like, that was a rental chicken. I didn't even know that was a thing. An ooh. There we go. What kind of services are they offering in ooh? That's pretty hipster. Yeah. We've got some questions. Questions. (laughs) The different types of currency and how much each is worth. Yeah. Because, okay. But also the bank guy, he was holding like what looked like a regular dollar bill. Interesting. Get your life together, Adventure Time, and your currency. (laughs) So Finn thinks Donnie is similar to himself in some ways. That he could be a good guy if he learns to stop being a jerk. So he invites Donnie to their house. And when he arrives, he sits down in the chair and plays Bimo, who finally, 21 episodes in, has uh, his first couple of lines. So he loses the game and throws the controller at Bimo's face. He was like a total, like, you know when you're like eight years old and you got really frustrated with the video game? Eight years old, just, I like, still get frustrated with video games. Yeah, but you don't throw the controller, or do you? No. Question? <laughs> Let's take my frustration out on the cat. Aw. I'm joking. Don't be mean. I see you over there. (laughs) So while Finn and Jake are attempting to kind of civilize Donnie through singing the empathy song, Finn hears a scream coming from the house village and goes to investigate. And he's leaving Jake behind begrudgingly to continue to try to make Donnie stop being a jerk. Yeah. Jake is like, can we switch jobs? Yeah. He doesn't want to be stuck behind with Donnie. I wouldn't either. Totally. Donnie is obnoxious. He is so obnoxious. And he looks kind of like the Jolly Green Giant, but more plant than human. It, yeah, he's, he's like kind of censored by a little like, leaf downstairs. He, he's like he's like if if the Jolly Green Giant and that red guy from Bugs Bunny, I really wish I knew this guy's name, had like a child. Yeah, that's what he would look like. 
He looks like Stephen King at the end of his segment of Creep Show. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody's what that gonna is. get that one. I'll and put up a picture or something. I'm sorry that I don't know the reference. That's a great movie. So okay, okay. So Finn sprints back to the village, and he sees this what he thinks is a werewolf attacking the house people, and so he's like trying to like punch the guy, and the werewolf like straight up scratches him and scratches his bag that he was using as like protection. So Finn picks up the picks up the the one of the houses, and they're running, and they're like, oh, we need a place to hide them in or and trap them in. And they see an old well. And it's really funny because these house people are like people, but they're house shaped. So anyway, the old well is a well with an old man like protruding out of it. Anyway, so the the werewolf thing is running after Finn and Finn jumps and kicks him into the well. And at this point, it was so funny because the werewolves, all of a sudden, like the tone changed and Finn's like, um, the, he's like, what are you doing here? And then there's a second one that's a two headed one and they get him in the well. And then they decide that they're going to educate Finn on who they are. And they are like, we are the Y-wolves, Y-W-H-Y wolves. And he puts on like a jacket and he's smoking like a, a pipe that's with bubbles and he has these the spectacles, <laughs> spectacles that are rectangular it was it was phenomenal it was really funny yeah yeah yeah. But i didn't and remember so, this at all yeah and they were like drawing like the animal kingdom on the on the floor the white wolves explained to finn that without donnie around so donnie this guy that they took over to the treehouse to educate and assimilate basically to to their way of life um they're like donnie produced obnox uh, how do i say it obnoxygen obnoxygen like obnoxious oxygen which is lethal or repugnant to the wolves, which kept them away from the house people village so now because that piece of the puzzle is removed the wolves could come and eat the house people and just straight up attack them until the cosmic owl consumes them all and they're like but until then it's gonna be awesome yep this is the circle of life and it's the best and they're like we're gonna get some house people tonight so Finn takes off back to the treehouse and sees that Donnie is like very well dressed <laughs> and he's now very scholarly sounding. Yeah, Jake's done a number. Yep, and he's not a jerk anymore. So Finn and Jake forcibly drag Donnie back to where the house people are. They see that they're being attacked by the Y Wolves. So Finn tells Donnie that they think his self improvement songs are stupid because he's trying to like he's trying to get him to act like a jerk again to release this um obnoxygen. And you can see that Donnie's like, no, my songs aren't stupid. He's actually getting kind of hurt. You feel bad for him. Yeah, you totally feel bad for him. The rest of the people in the town start laughing at him. So this brings the jerk out of him again, even though he doesn't want it. So it's kind of tragic because it's like you see this kind of um, My Fair Lady thing where they've really turned him around. But then at the end, yeah. they're like, well, no, go back to the way you were before. Um, So my favorite song, because he has like all these songs because Jake's like, oh, I taught him the power of music or whatever. It was really funny. But he comes up with a song, and my favorite one is, Gotta Get Pants. Go get your pants. Button fly. <laughs> there are a lot of awesome little songs in They're this They're really one. great. And he had one on crosswalkery. It was beautiful. Yeah, Mwah, poor guy. Bellissimo. So after being ridiculed by both the Y-Wolves and the house people, Donnie rever- reverts to his old self and the obnoxian, obnoxious, obnoxious oxygen. <laughs> starts releasing from his body kind of like the um blowback from a, a nuclear bomb that what do you call that 
Nuclear fallout? No. Yeah, yeah. The nuclear the blast fallout. <laughs> you know, like the big wind. Anyway, it sends the Y-Wolves fleeing and unintentionally saving the house people from near death. While Donnie appears to be enraged at Finn and Jake and returns to pranking the house people at the end of the episode, Donnie watches Finn and Jake departing and says sadly, I'll never forget you. Poor Donnie. Poor Donnie. I remember uh, kind of skipping over this episode a lot in the past because I thought Donnie was obnoxious. This time through, I, I kind of felt for him. Yeah. Because he was trying to change his ways. He was trying to change his ways, and then he had to be a obnoxious punk. The price that Finn had to pay to save this village was make Donnie hate him in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do well, you think of this one? The werewolves or the white wolves were scary. Yeah. I was scared by them. They were awesome. The animation on them was really good, too. It was re- It was different. The difference between the white wolves and the house people was just huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The house people are very, you know, very little kid kind of animation. Uh-huh. And then the the white wolves were terrifying looking in comparison. Yeah. That's the thing about Adventure Time, too. It's like you always get that mix, like mm-hmm. the really creepy, weird stuff mixed with like, oh, little candy people, cutesy. That's. <laughs> yeah, totally. One of the things I loved about the show when I first started watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really funny. I thought this one was pretty good. What did you like most about it? The Y Wolves. Yeah. The Y Wolves were my favorite part. Mm-hmm. and Donnie's character arc that you get over this 11-minute episode. Yeah, I think my favorite thing of the episode was um his little songs that he came up with. I thought that was really clever, and I, I agree with the character arch was just like, it was like a stark comparison. Wait, contrast, that's the word. Stark contrast compared to what we saw versus like, like who he was beforehand. So yeah. it was kind of cool. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Donnie's voice was done by Kevin Michael Richardson, and he was yeah. the voice of Goro in the Mortal Kombat movie. That's what I know him from. Yeah. I recognize that voice. Goro speaks to my soul. <laughs> <laughs> Goro speaks to all of our souls. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yeah. So, Maddie, where was the snail? The snail was on the left side of the screen when Donnie was squeezing eggs out of the chickens at the barn person. Oh, was that at the beginning? Yeah. Ah. I didn't catch it. Rad. Snail Watch, 2019. Snail Watch? What was that? I I couldn't come up with anything clever that time. (laughs) It didn't come to me. I'm shaming you. I'm snail shaming you. Snail shamed. Snail shamed. So what is your favorite line from this one? Oh my gosh, there were so many good lines. Okay, I have many. I know I'm only supposed to pick one, um, but this is my show and I do what I want. Okay. My first one, because I'm a huge fan of puns, it says, Hey, chicken, you're traveling express. Ugh. So good. So good. Okay, because because he's sticking a chicken in, in a mailbox, <laughs> and he put the mailbox thing up. Very good. Okay. That's my favorite. That, I mean, that's my, that, I'm going to, uh, and then I also like Finn. He says, he's just rough and tumble like me. That's also cool because my derby name is Ruby Rough and Tumble. Yep. So I felt obligated to include that. Nice. Yeah. So what, uh, what was yours? I guess mine is when I squeeze eggs out of chickens, I should let them squeeze eggs out of me too. <laughs> Donnie trying to learn how to be polite. Yeah. And like to, uh, they were trying to teach him consider their place or no, what was it? Put yourself in someone else's shoes or something. Yeah. Yeah. What was what's your impression for this episode? All right, you ready? Slam bam in a can. Finn Wait, when was exclamation. That? Boom. Nice. Yep. Jealous. 
Yes. <laughs> what was yours? Mine was jailhouse guy. Stop in the name of the law. <laughs> that was really funny. I'm not going to lie. Oh, do you want to hear what your prediction was for this episode based on its title? Yes, more than ever. So you guessed, based on the name Donnie, that Donnie is the name of Lady Rainicorn's brother hmm. who comes to visit because Jake and Lady are finally tying the knot. Huh. Donnie is not approving of Jake, and so he tries to convince Finn that the wedding is a bad idea. Uh-huh. Finn disagrees. So Donnie puts an evil spell on him. Together, they team up to do battle with Jake, disrupting the wedding ceremony. Finn rides in on Donnie like a Treyu on Falcor in the never-ending story. <laughs> but it starts to rain, which yes. washes the spell off Finn, uh-huh. which does seem like something that would happen in Adventure yeah. Time. Finn says, yo, dude, why did you do that to me? Donnie explains himself, and Lady and Jake assure him Lady's going to be fine. Donnie says, okay, and that's the end of the episode. I'm pretty sure that was what we watched. Yeah. Spot on. It, it, it wasn't that what we. I love how from from the very first sentence. Uh, yeah. Of your your guess, it's a completely <laughs> off base already. <laughs> like it com- like. I it would I, have to be a completely different episode. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what we watched. I don't know what you're talking about. Liar. <laughs> Liar. All right. I'm not a witch. I'm your wife. <laughs> to blaze. To blaze. Oh, Princess Bride. Oh, how I love you. Me too. Oh, man, I'm so up for watching The Princess Bride soon. Oh, speaking of things that we say that we want to watch, um, so Matthew made the commitment to all of you to watch Seinfeld, and I will assure you that we have been watching a Seinfeld. We are well into season five out of nine. Yeah, it's a lot of Seinfeld. It is a lot of Seinfeld. <sighs> it's a lot of Seinfeld. And I go from like, oh, I'm getting burnt out on this to absolutely loving it again to getting burnt out on it again. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a real love-hate sort of thing. Yeah. It's a difficult like show to binge. Yes, it is. It is certainly difficult to binge, but we're doing it. Yep, yep, yep. So, you ready to jump into episode 22, Henchman? Yes, more than ever. All right, let's do it. Okay, so episode 22, Henchmen, was directed by Larry Leachlider and Patrick McHale. Um, written and storyboarded by Luther McLaren and Cole Sanchez. Air date was August 23rd, 2010, and it had 2.17 million viewers. It has an IMDb rating of 8.0. Marceline-centric episodes always seem to have very high ratings. Really? That's fascinating to me. Like uh, the first one that she was in, Evicted, that had mm-hmm. an 8 point something. That was the oh. first one of the series. Hmm. So the title card of this episode was really kind of cool. Um, Really kind of cool? Eh. Anyway, it had her in like this red saucy dress and she's holding up a strawberry in one hand and she's sitting on a couch and the room is open with some like candles around it. And then there's Finn in his normal uniform kind of looking like a frog or, or something with like a grimace on his face. All right. <laughs> so we come into this episode with Finn and Jake playing on a monster skeleton, like sliding down some bows. When Marceline appears behind some nearby bushes spying on them, Finn hears then someone crying in the distance and goes to investigate. He then sees Marceline and the old man henchman. Marceline is arguing with the old man henchman. Who, who looks wants- very human, by the way. Yeah, he he yeah, he is squatty. He looks like Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Who wants to be released from his servitude because he is old and feeble. Although given his nimbleness as he flees when it's just clearly a trap for Finn. Yeah, this guy is very spry for an elderly fella. He looks like totally. a 
a wet bag of sugar. So like Marceline totally was like, do a trick for me, entertain me. And so he like got up on his cane and he was like legs in the air and he was like hopping on his cane and come on, old and feeble. I don't think so. Yeah, and she's trying to make Finn feel bad for this guy. So she's like, get totally. down on the ground and cry. And he's like, I don't want to cry, but I'll do it for you. <laughs> so when Finn and Jake come to rush to his aid, she starts ordering the old man around. Finn feels really bad for him. So he offers to take his place as Marceline's henchman for life. So this is one of those cool Finn hero moments. You can see he's instantly willing to give up his life for this one guy that he's never even met before because Finn's the hero. Jake's trying to talk him out of it, but Marceline scares Jake away because he's still afraid of vampires and she flies off with Finn. She scares Jake so many times in this episode. Yep. That's something in this episode that we get a lot of repetition. I'll get back to that later. Will you? Oh yeah. my gosh, Matt, we forgot something from the last episode. Can I say something? Yeah. Okay. So Jake keeps trying to get Donnie to put pants on and Donnie's like, you put pants on and he has pants on. They're invisible and they're made from spiders and oh, pixies. Right. We forgot to tell them about that. It was one of the funniest parts of that episode. Yeah, it was really funny. And he like stretches it out and he's like made with pixies and spider webs. Blah, blah, blah. It was really funny. Yes, Jake wears pants. That he wears are... pants, guys. He wears pants. They're so thin you can't see them. So thin. We dropped okay. the ball. Dropping balls. <laughs> Dropping balls. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> so Marceline flies Finn over to a nearby cottage and orders Finn to open the door. He's like, I'm not going to do it because you're going to do something bad once you go in there. And I'm not going to harm the innocent. Marceline reminds him that he is her henchman and has to do whatever she says. And he really has no choice. So he then opens the door for her. Marceline tells Finn to hold down the victim. And who's like playing the piano in like this like dusty room. And Finn says that he was so sorry um, before he was like doing what he was ordered. And Finn thinks Marceline is going to suck this guy's blood and attempts to stop her. But Marceline disables Finn's arms by casting a spell on him temporarily. Yeah, it makes his arms roll up like a... Sleeping bag. Like a sleeping bag. <laughs> this guy's got like this giant comically big bow tie on. Yeah, and he looks kind of like a... Like he has like a, a, a pig snout almost. Yeah, his voice is like very clearly Ice King. Mm-hmm. But it's not the Ice King, guys. So Marceline sinks her teeth into the guy and Finn's like, oh, he feels all guilty about it. But then he sees that she was actually just sucking the red out of his bow tie because... As we saw in her first episode, she just likes to suck the color red out of things. So the guy gets really happy about his new white bow tie, and he's he's like in pure ecstasy. So Marceline reminds Finn that, remember, I eat red. Yeah, he must have forgotten that from the first time they met. Yeah, because they don't really know her too well yet. And while this is going on, Jake is watching through the window, and he's saying that he has a plan to relieve Finn from his henchman duties. Marceline notices this and turns into like a snake to scare Jake away. He runs out into the bushes screaming, I'm not running away, Finn. This is just part of my plan. That was so funny. Likely story, Jake. I think Jake steals the show on this one. I think he does too. So the two leave this guy's house and Finn is trying to figure out what is wrong with Marceline. He's like hanging from her hand. So she's flying in the air and he's just kind of like dangling in thought. Marceline asks Finn, thinking about how that dude's bow tie sort of looked like a bra. To which he says, No. They then stop by a graveyard and Marceline revives all the skeletons in a form of an arming using a resurrection chant. Marceline exclaims, are you ready to leave an evil army of the undead? Finn shouts, never! But a skeleton persuades him into doing it. And while they're marching towards the Duke and Duchess of Nuts Castle, so I guess the Duke and Duchess of Nuts are uh, good now. 
Yeah. She seemed pretty okay with him getting killed in the last one. No kidding. Pudding. Pudding. I love the Duke and Nuts. He's funny. Finn runs ahead and tries to warn them, but Marceline finally arrives, and it turns out that she was performing for them because it's the Duke of Nuts' second son's first birthday. So Finn starts to notice the pattern in Marceline's orders, and he thinks a little about the situation before being interrupted by Lisby the Cashew Butler. Lisby the Cashew Butler. I was wondering what he was. He looked like a peanut. This guy is hilarious. He is funny. He's got the goofiest voice. Hello? (laughs) Why thinking so hard? You should party hard. Party hard. This guy is all about partying. So he convinces Finn to stop thinking and just party. So then Marceline then presents Finn with a cute dimple plant and offers him some of the fruit before ordering him to slay it with her axe base. Finn attempts to work out the trick to this latest order, unsure as to why she would ask him to kill something so adorable. Finn hesitates, and as he's doing this, the plant starts to grow into this huge and malicious, like, gargantuan monster. Marceline comes up behind him and is like, dude, it wouldn't have been easier to kill it when it was a little guy? And Finn starts to attack it, being unable to kill it. Marceline floats up and kills the plant and Finn, who had been eaten by the plant, is able to cut cut his way out of the stomach. So Finn makes the realization that all of her quote unquote evil commands are really just tricks that seem evil and are only to mess with his head. So then it cuts to the next day and they're out for a walk in the strawberry fields out in the sun and Marceline brings along an umbrella and Finn asks if the sun can kill her and she's like, yeah, it hurts, but I kind of like it. It reminds me of when I'd scrape up my knees as a kid and my mom would patch me up afterwards. Finn responds by saying that Jake told him that he came out of a cabbage. <laughs> oh, yeah, because she asks, um, oh, didn't your mom ever do that for you? He's like, uh, came out of a cabbage. Yeah, Jake said I came out of a cabbage. So then Marceline asks if Finn wants to go strangle some pixies with her, and Finn agrees, because at this point, he knows that she's just messing with him. So she's super surprised then at his casual attitude about it, saying pixie strangling is hardcore evil. And Finn tells her he knew that her evil deeds were not so evil after all. Marceline jokingly berates him for taking so long to figure out that she was not so bad. Suddenly, Jake, cleverly disguised as a giant strawberry, leaps at Marceline and throws garlic at her, causing her to drop her an umbrella and become exposed to the sun. Her skin get, gets all blistery. Yeah. So she, uh, she falls to the ground and she's just uh, writhing in agony. So Finn tells Jake that Marceline is not as evil as she, as she seems, but Jake thinks that he's under a vampire spell or something. So he tackles him. He's like, I love you, brother. <laughs> then he goes, try, tries to take him down. And it's just this funny image, like over Jake's shoulder, where you have like this strawberry costume and this little dog face sticking out of the front of it. It's so cute. <laughs> so Marceline goes and hides under the umbrella. And then Jake runs over and stakes the umbrella, lifts it up and sees that like she's disappeared into a vapor. And Finn's like, hey, man, you rescued me from a life of servitude. So Jake leaves happy that he saved his friend. And Finn remains for a hot minute, picking up his um- umbrella. Marceline then emerges from Finn's backpack in her small bat form, which was part of Finn's plan. And he told her this quickly when he lifted up the side of her umbrella that she was hiding under and tells Finn that she totally owes him and that he was fired as her henchman because it wouldn't be as fun since she couldn't trick him anymore. They still promise to go pixie strangling the next day. Marceline then picks up her umbrella and flies away. The end. Oh, yay. So what did you think? Uh, the Donnie episode got, what, like a 7, like 7.4 or something like that. And then this had like an 8.0 on, yeah. uh, on Imdaba. Mm-hmm. And I actually liked Donnie more than this one. Yeah? Yeah. How come? Donnie had, 
don't know. I got more laughs out of that one, I guess. And as far as overarching story goes, I kind of liked it more because this one I felt like got, I don't dislike it, but it gets a little repetitive and you know how it's going to end up from the beginning. Like once you see from the first time that she's kind of messing with them, you're just kind of going through the notions, waiting for Finn to come up, come to that realization too. Yeah, and I think that this this was really about building a story arc. I think this is like foundation material rather than like, hey, I mean, it was it was a cute story, but it, it did get repetitive for sure. But I do think that we just learned more about Marceline in this episode, and I think that was the purpose of it. Yeah, this is a good stepping stone for Marceline's character. Because mm-hmm, we sure. know that she has like so much stuff coming up, and I'm really excited to get past this episode so we can get onto that stuff. Yeah, totally. And this was... Or the episode before this one was our first time seeing BMO, and then BMO's gone again in this one. Yeah, we didn't even talk about BMO. Yeah, BMO is a very, very small speaking role in the Donnie episode. Mm-hmm. It's it's so strange because I just remember him being in it from like the get go, and especially since he's such a fan favorite that it's just I don't know. And it's interesting as you watch episodes again and you go back to the beginning you forget about all these little things that help build that foundation of the larger, you know episodes and uh, structure later yeah it's crazy how long you end up having to wait for some of the characters to mm-hmm. show up like uh lemon grabs not it until season three yeah that's crazy so what'd you think of this one i agree with you i think you know i the donnie thing was really annoying because <laughs> donnie was it, annoying and he's supposed to be annoying and i get that but i do i think this was really vanilla i i thought it was a really vanilla episode important but it just wasn't my favorite but that's okay you know, yeah. and not every not every episode's going to be uh, number one. Yeah, they're, they're both pretty middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what was your favorite line? My favorite line was, she scares the filling out of my donut. Oh, oh was that yours? Yes. Oh, no. You're going to need a new one now. I don't have a new one. Oh, that's okay. We can share it this week. Well, actually, if you're going to do it right, you should say the whole line. I want to help you out with this man, but she scares the filling out of my donut. There we go. Yep. Sweet. So you do have your own line. The longer version. (laughs) (laughs) Give me an impression. No, you first. Okay. um, The cashew guy at the Duke of Nuts entrance. Yes. (laughs) I love it. What's yours? Um, This is Marceline. I'm going to try my best. Are you thinking about how that dude's bow tie sort of looked like a bra? <laughs> that was a really bad Marceline. I apologize. I apologize to everybody. No, it was Sorry. good. No, it wasn't. Finn gets so uncomfortable talking about lady garments. So do so do most guys. Yeah, yeah. So oh yeah, snail watch. Oh yeah, snail watch. Where was the snail? The snail in this episode was under the Duke of Nuts chair when he says, Oh how wonderful. Snail watch two thousand nineteen. Snail watch. Damn it. That just sounds like what's his face from the the office. Who? The guy who talks like this. Oh yeah. What's his name? Um, I knew it into oh Kevin. Kevin. Yep. <laughs> I'm becoming Kevin as I get older. I don't think so. <laughs> Not even close. So, do you want to predict what next week's episode is going to be based on its name? You bet I might. So, episode what is it? Twenty three. Yeah. Is rainy day daydream? Okay. And I'm only going to do like one prediction, even though we're going to be covering two episodes. I just want to let everyone know that. Okay. I don't want to like cloud my aura predictions okay so rainy day daydream okay so this is a daydream that bimo has of finn and jake and him playing or uh heroing 
in the forest with swords and they go on a marvelous adventure and then he like it's just great they like save like a bunch of small ant colonies from utter destruction and then he wakes up and realizes that he was just daydreaming it was really he got that idea because they were making ants on a log and eating that while playing video games oh is that the whole thing do you want more? <laughs> no, it's good. I think you pretty much nailed it. I'm predicting for 11 minutes, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so could you like walk back that judgment? Thanks. Uh... <laughs> Be kind, rewind. Oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be an extra charge. <laughs> Oh, we both used to work at video stores. Mm, yep. Okay. So next up, listener feedback. Listener feedback. Listener feedback. Listener feedback. Listener feedback. We got a bunch of it this week. Yeah. So do you, would you like to do the honors of reading the first one? You know I would. Okay. So the first one is by Hunter B titled, Do My Ears Deceive Me? Did I hear Amy say that she doesn't watch regular shows? Uh-oh. Please tell me that isn't the case. I absolutely love Adventure Time, but I might be so brazen to say that regular show is the better show. Amy, you have to give it a real chance. The insane amount of stupidity that comes from the antics Mordecai and Rigby get into is what makes this show amazing. The show ama- so yeah, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it also helps that I can do a few impressions of different characters for my daughter. That is adorable. Hunter, okay. Let me explain something. So I was a child who grew up without cable and I wasn't exposed to like a lot of these like extra cable shows. The fact that I got to watch Adventure Time, even like as a like uh, adult going to college and stuff, I just didn't watch cable because I never had it. And so it wasn't like those new to me. So that's why I don't watch it. Like I didn't even watch Adventure Time. I haven't watched it as you know, we know that I have words. Okay. So I just started watching Adventure Time. Because like this whole cable thing is new to me. So I'm not opposed to watching regular show. I just am not committed to watching regular show. Just putting it out there that I would be open to watching it. And it sounds fabulous. And perhaps I will give it a chance. Oh, it sounds to me like you hate it. Oh, that's rude. Why would you even say that, Matthew? (laughs) Don't listen to her. No, I'm joking. So yeah, so thank you for the shout out and I will give it a chance. I promise. I don't I don't hate it. I don't watch it. Not because I don't want to, just because I haven't. That's Hunter, all. I like regular show. Well, maybe you should take a picture of Marion. I used to have a poster of it. That's all the lead characters um, posing dramatically with their hands on each other's shoulders wearing tuxedos. That's cool. Loved it. So thank I've you, Hunter. Appreciate show, it. Yes. Thank you, Hunter. Always good to hear from you. So our next email was from Overcooked Walrus. <laughs> Love that name. And Overcooked Waller says, Oh my glob, I love your podcast. It is amazing. I'm trying to catch up. Stick with it and continue your podcast. Loving every minute. Snail Watch 2019. Snail Watch 2019. I think it's catching on. Thanks, Overcooked Walrus. We appreciate the accolades. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. We got a five-star review from Simon Loves. Oh my glob, I'm so glad that you two started this podcast because I listen to it all the time when I'm bored. Also, I think you guys should do two episodes a week and keep doing what you're doing. Thanks for the feedback, and we heard you. Yep, two episodes a week. Well, maybe he means two recordings a week, but no, we're condensing two Adventure Time episodes into one a week. It'll um, be good. So I hope that's what uh, what they meant by that. Yeah, I hope so too. 
Thanks, Simon Loves. Yes, thank you. So I got a chuckle the first time I read that because I was uh, at the beginning. It says I listened to this one. I'm bored. I was thinking maybe that's why they're bored. (laughs) 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 Listening to my droll Ben Stein voice talking about cartoons. I'm joking. Oh, uh, we actually got another five star review uh, shortly before we started recording today. Cool. And it's titled I Don't Feel Alone. Yay. By Gouda Ma. G-U-D-E-T-A-M-A. Can't look at it. 89. Oh, you took a screenshot. Gudatama. I apologize for pronouncing that wrong. Anyway, the message is, I love Adventure Time, and it's so refreshing to hear adults enjoying the show as much as I do. That we do. We do. We love it so much. Yes, and thank you for the review. Yeah. All and right. We're happy and... talking about Adventure Time with you. Heck yes, we are. And one more thing. We also got a message on the Facebook page from Owen B saying, mm, Shazam. Also, he loves the podcast. (laughs) Shazam to you, too. Okay, so we got a voicemail, and we're going to go ahead and play it for you by Itmar D. And take a listen. Hey, Matt and Amy. Um, Keep up a good work on your podcast. I listen to you guys' podcast on Apple Podcasts, and I can't wait for episode 21. Keep up the good work, you guys. Thank you so much. We really appreciate your shout out. And yeah. if you want to leave a voicemail, you can go to the anchor.fm app and download it and leave us a voicemail. Itmar, you are the man. And thanks for listening to us. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks a lot. We love getting we love getting voicemails. We love getting all the attention. So thank you for that. <laughs> all right. So Matt, anything you want to plug? Yes, finally, after months of talking about it, I am well into putting together the first couple episodes for my, I guess I'm going to call it a sister podcast, even though it's completely unrelated to Adventure Time. It is completely unrelated, but it's okay because I'll be your sister. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Don't know. I'll be your brother. That's gross. (laughs) So, yeah, Modern Horror Show podcast is well on its way. Yes, it is. He is taking his great thorough time to finish that up. Yeah, a lot of research. It's much more scripted than the show, that's for sure. It is, because it's just him. But if you want to be on Modern Horror Show podcast and you love horror movies, hit us up on the uh, old uh, Facebook uh, Messenger. Yeah, do it. What are you scared of it? for a buddy. Hmm? Hmm? All right, so... How about for you? Um, Do I have anything to plug? Support your local roller derby league. That's what I have for you. Do it. We're all just making it all happen on our own volunteer organizations. So it's always cool. So yeah, but that's my little thing. If you want to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, is that what it is? Apple Podcasts or iTunes. I don't know what it is anymore. Sure. One of those things. Yeah. We would love it. We appreciate the ones that we got today and, and just uh, look forward to hearing from more. And then you can find us on Instagram. Oh, wait, no, we're not on Instagram. On Twitter or Facebook at Oh My Glob Podcast. Or you can email us at Oh My Glob Podcast at gmail.com. We love to get your feedback. We love to hear from our fans. And uh, yeah, that's pretty a uh, pretty, uh, fun day. And don't forget about wordpress.com slash Oh My Glob Podcast. not really sure what that was. For our website. Are you um being the elephant? Elephant? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. The crystal elephant? She's stuck in the crystal world? What's her name? Oh, tree trunks? Tree trunks. <laughs> Apple pie. Yes. A manly version of tree trunks. Yeah. All right. 
Well, that is another episode of Oh My Glob Podcast. It was a pleasure to chat with you. Booyah, I'm bringing that back. That's right. You know it. You know it. (laughs) Put that on a t-shirt. Yep. That's our catchphrase here. Yep, you know it. You know it. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.